Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilfert, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. I have Gretel Stagat here with me today, and I met Gretel, met uh, Gretel via Instagram. She is the snarky mom on Instagram and shares some really funny stuff. Uh, she is a mom to two kids, a six-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy. And she recently just went back to work full-time after being a stay-at-home mom for six years. Uh, I have to read what she said in her intro <laughs> because it's funny. She said, I'm an introvert who loves alone time, but rarely gets any. And we can all relate to that. I love my kids more than anything, but I also need to be able to be snarky about them to cope. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Gretel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, I'm a mom of two. I'm uh, a social worker also. So like my second life is a social worker. And I, I worked in between having my two kids before having my first child. And now I'm back to, to back at it full time, um, which is kind of crazy. Cause I didn't always want to, I didn't think I wanted to do full time with two kids. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of a lot, but um, yeah, I'm at it again. It's, it's hard to find part-time work in social work. And in my field, it's like, it's not as easy unless you want to do like private practice, which I don't. So it's tricky. So I kind of found something that seemed great and I jumped on it and now I'm, here I am. So I'm juggling all of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's good. I don't know. I have two crazy kids who keep me very, very busy. Crazy as in just, you know, they're just kids. They, they're just you know. kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm from Argentina. I was born in Argentina. And moved here when I was in first grade. So um, I speak Spanish fluently. And now I'm like obsessed with the World Cup that's starting today was the first game. And so there's that too, that piece of me that um, anybody that knows me knows I'm like super into the Argentinian team, the Argentinian national team, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just a very sarcastic person. And I like to just, that's just kind of like the spin I I take when I talk about my kids a lot and somehow it turned into an account on Twitter four and a half years ago. And then that led me to, I don't remember how I had a few friends who were on Twitter who was, who were like, you have to start an account on Instagram. And I kept getting like shared on Instagram and I didn't have an account like a year and a half ago it started. So I was like, you know, let me just, let me just open an account on Instagram. And it just kind of grew from there. But I've always, my, my, my heart has always been with Twitter and now I don't even know what's happening with Twitter. So <laughs> that's funny that you say that because I was just telling somebody the other day, like, is anybody even on Twitter anymore? Like I've never been. And so I don't really, I've never fallen in love with Twitter. Um, yeah. I love Instagram for, you know, everybody kind of has their platform that they like. Yeah. I Instagram never... is great. Instagram is great. I just, because I kind of came up through Twitter, I just, yeah. there's an amazing parent community there. And it's just, there's a lot of like, you know, there's a like, it, there's a lot of toxicity, but like, there's a lot of very positive things about it. And the parenting community is one of my favorite things ever about it. And 
it's sad. Yeah. Cause like people have been leaving for the last few months. I've been losing followers. Everybody I know has been losing followers just cause people are like migrating to other places. And it's, it's sad. It was a really great place to, to be, but you know, right, it's like, like my, you know, we all used to be on MySpace when we were younger. Yeah. <laughs> now is that even, and that's probably non-existent, right? I don't know. People, I mean, I've seen lots of jokes about people saying like, I guess now we're going back to MySpace and I, I've right. never had a MySpace. So I don't, I don't know. I have a personal Facebook, but I never did snarky mommy on Facebook. So I not going to be doing Facebook, but I, yeah. So I don't know. But I mean, I, I love Instagram too. It's just very different. They're very different platforms. And for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think everybody has their, their platform that they like, you know, like I've tried TikTok and I just, yeah, I found the love for that yet. And I haven't really tried too hard, but I don't know. I like, I like Instagram and I do some stuff on Facebook too. But anyway, I love the the twist that you have taken in, into sarcasm because I think like motherhood is just so hard. It's so beautiful and it's so hard. And when we can laugh about some of the crap we go, go through as moms and do it together, yeah. it makes us feel like we're not crazy. We're not alone. We're not crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's what's been my saving grace. I feel like I always say it's, it's like my therapy. It's just a way to, it's so cathartic to write about something that happened, but like, you know, in however way, I mean, I have some friends that are like more, that write more sentimental kind of pieces and I'm, I'm much more like, I'll just like write about it in a snarky way, but like, it's still, I'm still writing about something that happened and it's, it's so cathartic to just like put it out there. And then, you know, the fact that it gets any kind of attention is, is amazing. So it's, it's just, um, it's, yeah, it's therapeutic. And just knowing that you're not, you know, alone in whatever it is you're dealing with is, is so helpful, you know? It is. And it like, it's such a big deal. If even just one other person, if you can either make them laugh or make them feel like they aren't alone, like it, it, it is cool that you have reached the amount of followers that you have, I always think like, let's just have this hit the right person, right? Like that one person that needs to read it, whether it is, you know, for me, like I do a little bit of both sarcastic and sentimental and sometimes I'm crying and, you know, that's just who I am. But if it Mm -hmm. hits that one person who needed to hear it today to laugh Mm -hmm. and cry too, like it, that's what, that's one of the things, one of the reasons why we do what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know. I say, I say selfishly because it is cathartic for me, but absolutely. If I feel like I'm reaching somebody like it like having just somebody say oh my god I feel the same way it's like it feels good to know that I'm helping others you know validate their feeling you know what I mean Um, or their experiences it's it's nice it's it's a way it's a beautiful way to connect you know it is it absolutely is so talk about your journey a little bit about like working full-time and then you were a stay-at-home mom and then you were working again and and Transition time is always hard, right, for families. And I'm kind of going through that right now myself. I just started a part-time job last week and it's, oh wow, you know, it's just a tradition or just a transition. Like how have you helped you and your kids in those, those times of transition? Oh boy. I don't even know if I have helped. (laughs) It's it's hard. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, I even just like, you know, I, I walk to work because I it's my uh, my job is like a little it's like about a mile of a walk to walking distance. So just I feel like the walk to and from work helps to like, OK, now I have to put on my working hat. OK, now I have to put on my mom hat, like just 
just walking over there or walking back kind of helps me transition a little bit into whatever it is I'm going to. And it's that in itself. I mean, I used to, I used to work in Manhattan. I, I live in New York, so I used to work in Manhattan and, and we live in Brooklyn. So commuting into Manhattan, like the same thing, I just like a 20 minute commute on the subway was, was so helpful and just like separating the two, you know, which makes it, you know, for people that work at home, it's, I can't even, I mean, there's so much, so many difficulties with that. And that alone, just like transitioning from your mom persona to your work persona. If you work at home, I can't even imagine it's, it's so hard, but so yeah, the, the walking commute helps. Like, I, I guess just coming home, it, sometimes it feels like you, you have to, you walk home and you, you never know what you're going to be dealing with. Like, is my six year old going to be like in a completely hot mess of a mood? Probably because <laughs> the mm-hmm. last few weeks have been hard for her. Like with me going back to work, she's big, she's been clingy. She's a very clingy kid and she's been clingier and she's been more like a bit, a bit more like testing limits with me and a little more, which I knew was going to happen. And still in the moment, I'm like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never know what, she, what she's, when I'm going to walk into. So just, I guess, preparing myself that like, whatever it is will be. And, you know, just, I just, it's, it's just a matter of like having patience. And sometimes I don't have, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, today I'm going to be super patient. I'm going to take deep breaths and it's going to be great. And then I walk in and, you know, she has a meltdown about something and I'm just like, all that goes out the window. So it's, it's being patient with yourself, being patient with your kids, having, giving yourself the space to like mess up. And, you know, I say that, but you know, at night I'm like, Oh, why did I, why did I lose my patience about this? Why did I lose my temper with this? Why did I yell at her? Like, it's, it's so hard not to beat yourself up as a mom and, but trying not to is huge. And I think it's a huge, it's a big learning experience for me. Cause I, you know, when you're home all day with them or you're home after school, feel like there's more of an opportunity to just like you know be with them and if you lose your temper in the morning it's it's you know it's it doesn't feel as bad like now if I if I like get mad before I go to work then it's like it makes me feel bad all day and then it's just like oh I, I'm never there with them and of course I had to lose my temper like yeah motherhood is just grace upon grace upon grace isn't it because we aren't perfect and we will mess up and Mm-hmm. Think the day is going to go one way and then it's not, it doesn't, it never does. It never really ever does. And we can get so stuck in that mom guilt of like what went wrong today. And at the yeah. end of the day, you know, we're thinking of this, that, or the other thing that I didn't do well, instead of focusing on the times that I did do well, you know, like yes. maybe I snapped at my kid, but I was really present to her during right. time or, you know, whatever. It is tricky. And like you said, even that walk to and from work, you can kind of use that at home. Like it's, it really starts in your, in your mindset, you know? Yeah, and like, absolutely. I'm a good mom. I'm a good mom. Yeah. I'm a good mom, you know, and just saying it on repeat. So you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, so hard. I mean, it's in exactly what you said. Like sometimes like, I feel like the, the bad moments weigh so much more than the good moments and I could have like 10 good moments and one bad one and then I'm I'm gonna be like over like obsessing and overanalyzing the bad moment all night when like the other 10 moments were amazing you know it's like why why do we do this why um yeah Yeah, so that's we do 
I have found too that like when I do mess up and I have a conversation with my kids about it, like it helps me. Yeah. It helps me just to like get it off my chest and be like, I shouldn't have reacted that way, or I'm sorry I reacted that way, or whatever. But then I also, it's funny because like their reaction is always like, kind of, it's whatever, mom. You know, like they don't really put that guilt on us. We just put it on ourselves and we have, we have to learn to forgive ourselves and then refocus on those good things. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. And it's like every single day, like it's an every single day battle that we have to take on. Yes. It's never over. Like, even if you have one day that you're like, Oh, today I didn't, I didn't, you know, I don't feel that mom guilt about forgetting this thing from school or forget, you know, like you don't beat yourself up. So then the next day you're like, okay, today will be another great day. And then it's not like, it's, it's a constant, you know, like I forgot her snack the other day, she was going on a trip and she needed an extra snack and I forgot. And so the whole morning at work, I'm like, Oh my God, she's not going to have a snack. She's going to be the only one without a snack. And I felt horrible. I'm like, this is because I went back to work and I'm so stressed and I shouldn't have gone back, you know, all this stuff. And then she was like, it was fine. I had, you know, somebody gave me their snack or whatever. Like I forgot what happened, but like, she was totally fine. She, the the thing she did, she kept saying, she's like, well, maybe next time you won't forget Or Why did you forget? Okay, whatever. Like she was a little curious about what happened that I forgot, but she, she was like, it's, it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are way harder on ourselves than our kids are on us. Most of the time last yeah. week, it was like Wednesday, I think. And, you know, just started a new job Monday. Plus I'm still doing all the volunteer things and managing the household and chauffeuring wow, yeah. and all the things, all of the mental load we carry. And yeah. my 11 year old totally innocently, like just didn't think about it. was like, why hasn't the laundry been getting done this week? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like face palm, you know, like I think it's about time I teach you to do your own laundry, <laughs> you know? And I explained her, I was like, Hey, so uh, did something change this week for me? Oh yeah. You got a new job. <laughs> <laughs> How about you yeah. give me some grace too? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And in those moments too, I mean, it's a good point. Like she probably could do some of her own laundry, right? Like at some point we have to stop doing everything for them. There's a lot of times in the morning where I am still getting their bags ready with their, snow pants and their hats and their gloves and mm-hmm. you have a snack and okay, I'm going to get your lunch ready and I'm going to get your water bottle ready. And yes, I'm not saying that they have to do it all because we are a team and let's get out the door together on time. But like at some point there are some things where they have to learn to do because at some point they will grow up and be gone and they need to know how to get themselves a, a lunch ready. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do this yeah. Whole laundry. Yeah. Like you can get your own water bottle if it's in the fridge, just, or fill it yourself. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Like figure it out. Right. Yeah. So how do you feel like you stay sane? Like, are there things you do for yourself? Like I I know sanity and motherhood probably don't go together, but like being a full-time working mom with two kids, life is busy. I'm sure they're involved in things like it's, it's crazy. And I know that a lot of moms struggle with that. Like I don't believe in balance. Like there, it ebbs and flows, right? Sometimes we feel really good about the way family life is going. And sometimes we feel really good about work life or whatever else we've got going on. But that ultimate balance of like, when you look back through the year, like, was it a good year? Mm -hmm. And that, you know, comes down to those day-to-day things that you do for yourself. So how do you, among the chaos, try to feel like you're sane? (laughs) I don't even, I, I honestly, I used to, I used to, when I wasn't working, I used to um, t- 
take like, you know, take a few days, maybe like, you know, whatever I was doing at the time, like before I started working, I was renewing my social work license. So I had like classes I had to take to renew and, but I had breaks in between. And so I would go to the gym and that would help me a lot. Like on days that I, I was able to go to the gym, I actually felt my social, emotional, like being my, my soul was better, was happier. I haven't been able to go to the gym and forever because on weekends we're so busy like I, I'm trying I feel like I'm trying to catch up on stuff that I didn't do during the week at home and the kids have stuff and so I just haven't gone to the gym and like you know since I started working a few months ago I haven't like dedicated that time to myself and I'm feeling it like I'm totally feeling it so I don't feel like I'm still trying to figure all that out when I had my I, my son and I went back to work when he was like two or three I, I I could go to you know I had one child and my husband we had a babysitter so like I could go to the gym after work sometimes if I had like enough time or I could go meet a friend for coffee if I have enough time, like having two kids and they each have their own after school stuff. It's like impossible to, I just, I haven't figured out how to find time to like go out to coffee with a friend or like, you know, go to the gym or, or like, you know, go get a massage or something. Like I haven't figured that part out yet. I'm literally pulled in two two different directions doesn't even do it justice because it feels like it's more than two different directions yes yes for sure and i you know i got i don't think you're alone in that like i think so many moms listening to this feel that exact thing like i this past week starting this job i've been getting up at 5 a.m every morning just so i can get a workout in but like i don't love that you know but i also know like for me I working out moving my body is non-negotiable unless if everybody wants me to be a sane human moving my body is the most important thing. And so I think it just comes down to like, you have to prioritize, right. And be super intentional about even those little moments, if it's not moving your body, but if it's just like, when I get home, I need five minutes to myself or your walk home is probably really great. But for people listening, like they might just need that five minutes to like, definitely go change into comfy clothes, take some deep breaths, like ready Mm -hmm. your brain to put on that mom, mom mode, mom hat. Um, Yes. Absolutely. You know, just those little things throughout the day that you can do to try and feel, to try and feel sane in those busy times, because it will ebb and flow. Like sometimes you'll feel really great. Like you've, you've got it together and I can go to the gym or just even that walk to and from work. Like that's moving your body, you know, like let's yeah, not forget that. About feels, that. Yeah, no, that definitely feels good. But, but you're so right. Like sometimes it, like, I definitely feel it when I can't, if I can't like take a few minutes, like to change into like kind of take deep breaths like if it's like an immediate like onslaught of things happening like I feel it it's like let me just breathe for a few minutes or even like you know throughout the evening like bedtime is being difficult like I feel like I've been better about that in the last few years my son's 13 so like you know when he was first born and when he was little like it was hard for me to like give myself that time to like okay he's having a hard time either my husband can take him for a few minutes or like I can leave him in his crib and he'll be fine and I'll step away and I and I need to step away like I it was hard for me to make myself take that time um and it's so important so important to do that but at the time I think it was like the mom guilt of like I can handle this I shouldn't I shouldn't have to take a break from my own kids you know like it's that young mom like that new mom not young mom but like new mom kind of like what does that say about me that I need a break? Like that kind of thing. Ugh. Totally. Yeah. I think we can think that in every phase of life, but you're right. I think, especially at first, we want to feel like 
we've got it all together and we want everybody else to see us like we've got yes. it all together. But the reality is nobody has it all together. Nobody. We're all losing our minds. We're all forgetting things. We're all just breaking it in on something, you know, that's going on mm-hmm. in our life. And the more you can be honest about that to yourself and to those around you, the more healing it is. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think too, like what you said about feeling like you've got to have it all together or asking for help. Like, I think that's just a big thing we need to learn as moms, whether it's our husband's or it's a friend who you just, you just need to say like, I need you to hold me accountable today for taking a break for myself, for drinking enough water, for whatever it might be that you feel Mm -hmm. like you're in need of. Accountability makes the world of difference. And again, whether Mm -hmm. it's with your husband or it's with a friend that doesn't Mm -hmm. even live in the same town as you, like it can be my accountability buddy has lived in Michigan and I live in Minnesota like forever. And so like, we'll just text each other. Like, I need to get this done today. Will you check in on me or I love that or whatever, like accountability just makes such a big difference for, for everything, everything. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Just the idea that like, we are human. We can't figure all this out by ourselves. We can't do this all by ourselves. It's, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to not finish whatever it is that you thought you would be able to finish one in one day or you know what I mean like giving yourself grace is is huge and I feel like that takes it's hard to explain that to like a new mom like I feel like you can't really you can't really like teach that you have to learn that on your own you know what I mean does that make sense like like I didn't I didn't get that at first like even if people would 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 just were to say to me like oh give yourself a break I'd be like "Uh uh uh-huh okay yeah sure like it, you don't feel that until much later, I feel. I think so too. I think it helps to have kind of mentors who are that maybe that stage ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't always believe it, they're helping you along to kind of get there, to kind of yep. get there for yourself. Because you're right, like my sister has a, a 14 month old and, you know, like first time mom. And like I see, I've been there and done that, you know, as a first time mom and she gets so hard on herself about things that like, it's not your fault, you know, or like we are so hard on ourselves as moms in general, but I think especially at first, like we have to have it all together and we have to do things perfectly. And like, there's just so much pressure and I don't know where that pressure comes from, but like, I'm always telling her, you're a great mom. You are a great mom. Just, you know, breathe pray. You're a great mom. I think that is just needed. Every mom needs to hear that because there are so many moments where she just doesn't believe it. You know, even the other day, my sister and I were texting each other about a hard moment that we both had with our seven-year-olds and just like re-encouraging each other. Like you're a great mom. Thanks for letting me vent. Just, just having those, those people in your life to kind of help relieve that pressure and remind you that you are a good mom regardless. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 We can't do this motherhood journey alone. And like, I'm glad that we found each other on Instagram because there are some, some accounts that are just, they're so fun. They're so real in different ways. And, and then also too, like I've said this before, but giving yourself permission to unfollow those accounts that aren't good for your mental health, because there have been moms that I've started following that were really funny or whatever. But then all of a sudden I'm like, comparing myself to them or whatever. And then it just becomes 
unhealthy and not helpful for my own self. And so I follow them. Nothing, nothing against them, right? It's just what I have to do for my own health. And so, yeah, you know, for, for me, I don't live in an aesthetic house. It's not a clean house. I don't keep it pristine. So if somebody I'm following somebody who does, it is kind of hard for me because it makes me feel less than. And so I'm just, I, you've got to be careful about who you're hanging with on social media as well as in person, Mm -hmm. but like social media, there's a ton of people and you just got to be careful to follow the right people. So true. Or like the the accounts that are like five steps to having your newborn baby sleep through the night. I, at first I was like, oh, those are kind of helpful, but it's like, first of all, one technique isn't going to work for every single situation. And like, you know, those accounts were like, like, they feel like they know, oh, it just drives me crazy. Those are like the accounts that I'm like, they hit a nerve or I'm just like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right. And like <laughs> some of those things are helpful, right? They can be helpful, but it's not like a lot of those things aren't black and white. Like I have, yeah. I have a habit course, but it's not black and white. Like there's gray and everything out there, you know, and, and teaching people to build habits or teaching people to sleep train their kids or potty train their kids, like mm-hmm. how to, handle technology with kids. It's not black and white. And you're right. You're right. You got to follow those accounts that make you feel good (laughs) and are helpful, right? That don't make you feel bad because sometimes those accounts, they can make you feel like you're not doing enough because you're you're doing what they say, but it's not working for your kid. Right. Because it doesn't work for everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. about that, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. But I love your account. (laughs) Gretel, it's so fun and uh it's just it's real. And every time thank I you. see one of your posts, I just I giggle. So oh, if you're listening you. to this episode today, make sure you go follow. It's just at Snarky Mom Mommy, right? Snarky Mommy. At Snarky Mommy 78, because when I signed up, like there was already a snarky mommy, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do like hyphenated yeah. thing or the period. So I was born in 1978. So I was like, all right, nice. Snarky mom 78. It is. Perfect. <laughs> and now I'm like stuck with it. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll, fa- I'll uh, link that in the show notes as well. So you can go follow Gretel there. But do you use Twitter a lot? Should I? Put I your- mean, sure. You can follow me. On Twitter. I don't know how long Twitter is going to last. But yeah, Twitter's my, um, I have more followers on Twitter than, than Instagram. And Twitter's my home kind of until it's yeah. not at home anymore. Um, so yeah. yeah, definitely follow me on Twitter if you you know, until, until it dies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So I'll link those in the show notes for people and then, um, yeah, make sure you go follow Gretel so you can, you can laugh about this whole motherhood thing that we are, we're trying to do. So Gretel, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the raw mom life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.